listening to the Lounge J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studio. Flavor Flav came on this show to talk about the George Floyd murders and, and the race riots back in 2020. First thing that I did was I thanked him, not just for the contribution that Public Enemy made to the culture, but for actually giving me, as a young 10, 11, 12-year-old suburban kid, from Westerville, Ohio, giving me a sense of history that I could not get at my institution of education. There's no way that I would have known that in Arizona, when I was a kid, the state legislative board rejected Martin Luther King Day as a national holiday, and they would not observe MLK Day. And I wouldn't have known that if it wasn't for public enemy. That's one of the great things about hip-hop during that era. I know that hip-hop has evolved. It's kind of evolved into this mumble rap, trap stuff. I'm not going to front this entertainment. I, I love West Side Gun. I love Migos. I love The Baby and Little Baby. I also, of course, love Biggie and, and Nas and Big L. So I try to mix it up. And I say all the time, sports is entertainment, music is entertainment, cinema is entertainment. Whatever entertains you, you have the right to indulge in, in the United States of America. If something is not entertaining you, if you don't like trap music, if you don't like Griselda and the boom, 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 if you don't like drill, then you don't have to listen to it. Nobody's forcing you to listen to it. But one of the great things about hip-hop in the olden days, I don't want to be get off my lawn guy, but you had people, you had the KRS-1s of the world. You had Public Enemy. You had Tribe Called Quest. You had De La So You had a lot of Junk Brothers. You had a lot of artists that taught about the plight of African Americans in the United States. Hip-hop music is the dominant genre for consumption in the United States of America. A lot of people don't know that. It's bigger than rock. It's bigger than pop. It's bigger than jazz. It's bigger than blues, funk. Heavy metal. Hip-hop dominates the radio airwaves. It dominates television. Hip-hop culture has influenced people all over the globe. You see it in cinema. You hear hip-hop music everywhere, hip-hop instrumentals. But once upon a time, the the artists, they they talked about how the culture influenced African-American communities. And they gave us lessons on Jim Crow and they gave us lessons on slavery. They gave us lessons on the civil rights movement. Paying homage to Martin Luther King, paying homage to Malcolm X, paying homage to Rosa Parks, paying homage to all of the civil rights workers that that took a stand. And we have to remember in the United States of America that we're, we're only 
a generation and a half or so out of Jim Crow and segregation. A lot of people would like for us to forget that. My parents grew up in an era where there was Jim Crow and segregation. They didn't live the majority of their lives in it. They lived through the, the civil rights movement. They saw the changes. But my, when, my, when my father was born in 1951 in West Palm Beach, Florida, you had whites-only water fountains. He had to be born in a hospital where, where colored young babies could be born. Negro young babies could be born. And if you take it back another generation, my grandmother, who was born in Jacksonville, Florida in, in 1926, she saw all sorts of, of, of atrocities. And she saw the the hoses. She saw she grew up. She she talks to me all the time. I, I spend so much time with my grandmother. One thing I love about talking to to our elders is that they have so much wisdom to pass along. I always wondered why people don't want to talk to to older, wise individuals who have lived this life, who have seen things that, that you haven't done. Even when I was little, I never I never looked at older people I was like, oh, get out of my face, you're old, you don't know anything. I was just like, hey, can you put me up on some game, old head? Because I, like I like to know some of these things. So when I, when I come across these issues, it's nice to bump it up against somebody that's been through it. And my grandmother tells stories about you can even look a white man in the face. When she go into town, into the market to get groceries, you are not allowed to look a white man in the face in Jacksonville, Florida, in the 1930s and 40s. You walk with your head down. You do not make eye contact. And think about the trauma that that causes over the course of, of decades and, and generations that, that grew up thinking that they were lesser, that they were inferior, that they were subhuman. And so when you had the, the movement of civil rights and then you had the movement, you had the Marvin Gaye's of the world, you had the, the soundtrack, the, the Motown groups that really fought against segregation and fought against those who, who seek to deprive African-Americans of, of civil rights. And that spilled over. Then you had the Bob Marley movement. And it got more and more militant. And then by the time you got to the, to the 80s and you had a transition from the Motown-type music into funk, into R&B, and then to hip-hop, Public Enemy really, really took the ball. I was just a huge Public Enemy fan. It's, uh, you're talking about Fight the Power. The S1Ws were dressed up in military garb, looked like Black Panthers. Public Enemy never advocated violence. People have talked about NWA, Ice Cube particularly, for advocating violence and hatred. Public Enemy was never about that. Right? you think Ice Cube was or not? Public enemy was never about violence. Never encouraged people to, to go after cops. You had you had Ice T in a song Cop Killer, which is ironic because Ice T is Mr. Law and Order guy. But public enemy wasn't about that. They were about the militants of the black man. Their their logo. That logo has left an indelible mark on my brain. A militant black man with a target on him. That was so powerful growing up watching that and be a part of that movement. So I learned so much from Public Enemy. Like I said, I learned things from listening to Public Enemy 
and it was over my head. I was only 11. I was only 12 years old. But Fear of a Black Planet, there was stuff on that tape that, that I was not going to learn in my history books. And shout out to everybody that was a part of that movement and continues to be a part of that movement. As we, as African-American, Latinx community too, have to stay vigilant and continue to fight for rights and fight for respect and fight to save our cultures and our families. We made a lot of progress since, since by the time I get to Arizona, but there's a lot of progress that still needs to be made. Lance J Show. Live from the Paragon 7 studio, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. Did you know that 12,000 people are turning 65 years old every day? Many seniors will no longer be able to age in place and will need to look for individualized solutions. Upside Home is a personalized service for older adults that provides a gateway to independence and social experiences. Members choose how and where they want to live. Then their home manager connects them with services, anemones, and community events that promote overall wellness. Learn how Upside Home helps older adults age in the right place by calling 954-504-6122 or visiting UpsideHome.com. It's electric, made extraordinary. Ingenuity in motion. It listens, learns, adapts, and anticipates your every need. With intelligence that feels anything but artificial. The EQS from Mercedes-Benz. It's the car electric has been waiting for. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. You know what? I didn't tell you this, Lance. I went to Hampton. What? What? Yeah, I went to Hampton, you. You went to Hampton? Yep. Man, you, we've been doing a show together for a whole year. You just pull it out that you went to Hampton? I never went to class. I was just uh, partying. So you, so you enrolled at Hampton? James Lewis. You didn't I actually, enrolled at Hampton. You didn't actually go to Hampton. Well, I had a couple of good friends. They all went to Hampton, but and I was just sleeping on their couch, so... I went to some of the classes. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-470-8021. 800-470-8021. 800-470-8021. That's 800-470-8021. James Lewis. I seen iced tea and cocoa, man. I love iced tea. I've been looking at iced tea since 6 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big fan of iced tea. I seen him in the airport with his girl. He's like, Mike, we need to do a movie together. I said, all right. But in my mind, I said, man, they only give you two lines on Law & Order. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. He linked over a dead body the other night and said, yep, that's him. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.